the uh, the trip was all today. We made the uh, the bamboo beach bar. Uh, oh yes, sung to Les in the uh, traditional bamboo beach bar. Bamboo beach bar. <laughs> to the uh, is that to the time. is that is that to the tune of um, secret love secret tunnel, love tunnel secret love tunnel. Yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> um, not that they have any understanding of a secret love tunnel or Avatar. <laughs> I think if I said Avatar to them, they'd be like, "Oh yes, the icon that you use online." Uh, yes, or the big blue things from the the big, the the big blue things from 2009 that have no other societal imprint, and everyone is whatsoever. still on the edge of the seats waiting for the sequel. Have you seen the trailer for the sequel? No, I haven't seen the trailer for the sequel. This it's is pretty where, good, to be fair. Well, okay, well it should do. It's taken 13 <laughs> years to fucking make. <laughs> You're not wrong. Mm. Uh, the water looks nice. Good. Good. I mean, the water looked nice in, in on your trip as well with the bamboo beach bar. But yeah. bamboo beach bar. Mm. Yeah, it was good. I, and I don't think I've burned, which is always nice. Um, yeah. But then again, I am the palest. Are you ready? I'm, I'm yeah. gonna show you the the, the pale comparison. My arm okay. looks quite nice here. Okay. Oh my god, I'm blinded. <laughs> yeah. The okay. glare. That the glare. It's, yeah. I'm so white. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. We need to get your ring light to sort of neutralise that that contrast. I don't know if that's what a ring light does, but it sounded good. That, that, you just use a bunch of technical terms there. I don't know if any of them were correct. Chlorophyll. You've got to get the chlorophyll back in the back in the, uh, yes, the mitochondria, the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell. Should we record, should we record a podcast? A podcast? <laughs> well, I, think, I think we should after that banger intro. Um, okay. In three, two. One. Hello, weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Animeverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is our novice, Will. Hello, and thank you, Sam, for that wonderful introduction. If you are new to the podcast, we talk about anime. Sam gives us a show. Yes, we do. We talk about it. We usually talk about the first three episodes, which is what we're doing today. Uh, you've already seen the title. You know what we're talking about. If um, you don't know who we are, I'm a complete novice. I don't really watch anime. Traditionally. I mean, kind of do now. Uh, and Sam is a our house weeb who gives us the insight, the lowdown, and tells us all about these shows in a bit more detail. I just uh, bumble along and uh, make funny noises. Um, yeah, this week... we. We are watching, um, as you know, Death Parade. Um, mm. Sam, without, yes. without revealing too many spoilers. Oh, by the way, can we just do a spoiler warning up top? Because I feel like this, I mean, we, 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 yes, we, ass- we should usually, do a spoiler we, warning up we top. We usually assume that these things, people know that these are going to be spoiled, but just in, in particular with this, it is a particular, you know, it relies quite a lot on reveals. So yes, definitely, and especially with those first two episodes in particular. Um, yeah, well, even so if the third you've not watched well, Death Parade, yeah, I, I I feel like a lot of Death Parade, from what I can remember, basically relies on you not knowing anything going in, and then yeah, yeah. just being on this roller coaster of twists and turns, and then kind of hitting that conclusion at the end. Um, I've just described every show ever, but. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. go watch Death Parade if you're plan if you're planning on watching it. You know, go watch it. Otherwise, carry on listening. Definitely Sam, do. tell us about Death Parade. Hello. Why would anyone watch it? Do you like bars? Will do you like going to bars? Um, yes, I have been known to uh, enter establishments for to frequent a bar every now and then. 
Okay, okay, uh, good. And good. lubrication. Uh, do you like finely dressed uh, bartenders? Um, no, no, I like my bartenders rugged and like just oh, rugged. like a hobo. <laughs> like a big bushy beard and just like scars that he's not going to explain beard. to you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so maybe not that one. Uh, what about games, Will? Do you like bar games? Do you like oh, darts? I love games. Do you like I love bowling? Games. I'll tell you a fun story about a bar darts game thing. Okay. For my stag do, I booked a um, bar, battle bar event where we could go a battle play. bar. Yeah, it's called Battle it's not Bar. It's like Battleships, but with beers. No, it's Battle Bar. It's, it's a bar where you go and there's lots of games you can play. There's like battle. mini golf, there's darts, there's... Uh, mini golf yeah 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 like it's a whole it's a whole thing it's like a chain across the you know big cities mate you have to you you have to be in the know like you don't get it it's fine but anyway i booked clearly not i I booked this booth to play darts and i was like buzzing we'll go there later on in the evening turns out i booked uh, a venue about 100 miles away from here i booked the wrong place wow yeah so they're waiting there they're still waiting for you to turn up cost me 40 quid entourage 40 yeah they did give me my money back to be fair they, okay, good on them. Yeah, I I, I phoned so up. So what happened was, when you turned up? I di- I didn't. We, we we ended up not even getting to the bar, battle bar, um, because I I realised pretty much straight away that I booked the wrong place. Phoned up. It was like left a message. I screwed up. Can you give me my money back, please? Um, <laughs> they phoned me back a week later. I was like, yeah, it's kind of been and gone now. I kind of wasn't expecting anything. It's like you look, you know what? Because you tried to get in contact, we'll give you your money back. I was like, sound. That's brilliant. Nice. Thanks, battle bar. Yeah. Not sponsored, but could be. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored, but please sponsor. Um, but okay. Ha- please do. Sorry, I completely okay, so interrupted. Bars, bars. Games. Games. Um, do you like Studio Madhouse? Those oh, wonderful human beings. I behind, saw that in the credits. Yes. Behind uh, Overlord and Redline and uh, Death Note and even High School of the Dead. Our favourite show here on uh, uh, Get yeah. With the Universe. We did. Um, if you like all of those things, a combination of drinking and games and high-quality animation studios, then maybe mm. Death Parade could be a show that you want to check out. Clocking in at a cool one core, it's a nice quick dip into the bar. <laughs> a dip into the bar. A dip into the bar. Dip into a pool, I guess. You don't a, dip into a bar. A dip into I guess a... you can dip into a bar. I'll dip in, have a drink on the way home. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Dip into a pool bar. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, well, so yeah. tell me about Death Parade. What is going on in these first three episodes? And a okay. reminder to our listeners, big spoilers coming up for these first three episodes. A lot of the tension and the, um, I guess, feel of the show comes from these twists and turns. And we are going to be talking in depth about them for the next uh, hour or so. So if you've not watched them, please go watch it now before Will spoils it all for you in his very detailed breakdown <laughs> of the first three episodes. So, um, first of all, I want to set the scene, right? I was watching these and I saw Death Parade. And then I thought, like, Black Parade? And then <gasps> I thought, My Chemical Romance. And then, that was the first thing, and I was really excited. And the second thing I thought was, hold on, Death, Angels of Death, Elevator, Memories wiped. Oh, fuck no. Is this a spin-off of <laughs> Angels of Death? <laughs> I got him back. I dragged you back in. Um, And 
it turns out this is basically a cross between Angels of Death, Danganronpa, and Saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, that was, that's the fun journey that you get to go on as you in, get introduced to these things. And then it turns out it's none of that. And it's actually it's a, none of it. <laughs> a, um, Buddhist reincarnation game show where you, um, <laughs> You basically the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Um the price is reincarnation. Um that's, that's <laughs> or eternal say. damnation. Or eternal damnation, obviously. Uh well is it or is it just deletion? It's just um being oh, yeah, exterminated into the, into, into the void. The void. Um so the 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 first three episodes uh follow it's basically an episodic afterlife death game where the participants don't know they're dead and they have to play a game to decide if they're good enough to go to heaven, which is reincarnation in this world, yep. or hell, which is just the void, the void where their soul the basically void. disappear. Um, the first episode shows as this played out in real time from the position of two lovers who died at the exact same time. They died yep. in a car crash. They don't know this. They don't know that they're dead. And they have to basically play this game to figure out whether they're good or bad, whether they're naughty or nice. And Are you a goodie or a baddie? Are you a goodie or a baddie? Which we'll get into later because what a ridiculous system. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that all goes very interesting. It's, it's quite interesting, to be fair, the first episode. And then the second episode looks at the first episode from behind the scenes and we get a, mm, yes. a lot a lot more information around what this world is, how it operates, uh, the systems at play, and the characters that are sort of running the place. Mm-hmm. And the final episode is another couple who, different circumstances this time, but it's a skater boy and his crush uh, who died. He said, in a... see you later, boy. <laughs> he I'm did going say... off to the dead bar. She, she said, see you later, here. boy, um, when she left. And see her later, boy. Yeah. Her old self, that is. Wow. What a way to kill a joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep digging. <laughs> and then... He wasn't good enough for her. Um, again, there's another, it's a similar, follows a similar um, process to the first episode, I guess, where it just reveals yeah. stuff at the end of the episode and we find out a bit more about. Um, it recontextualizes a lot of the stuff that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what happens in the first three episodes. And I, th- I was thinking, Sam, we didn't talk about this off air, about how we were going to do this episode, but I thought it kind of makes sense to go episode episode by episode. Definitely. Yeah. You happy to let's, do that? Let's go chronologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. So first of all, one. episode three. Oh, sorry. No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So episode 12. Can you believe how oh. this show ends? <laughs> the giant panda and the cucumber. It's just, it's crazy panda stuff. Senpai. Yeah, episode one. So, yeah. I argue, I think, episode one might be one of the single greatest episodes of anime ever done. Whoa! As a, st- as a standalone. Whoa! And I know, and I know that that is very, very high praise to give to this show. Okay. But Justify. I feel like it It does everything. It It sets out to tell this story of this bar. There is a lot of mystery going on, but that's the whole idea, right? You premise, want to yeah. hook somebody in on this on this premise. And like you said, we see it in real time. We see the game being played and we get this entire um, perspective that 
this anime is going to be about people coming in and they're going to be taking part in these death games. There's going to be twists and turns and a fate revealed at the end and then a reincarnation. And I think as a single standalone episode, it's excellent. It's well animated. Very well animated. Some of it feels a bit over the top. Not over the top. Oh yeah, definitely hyperbolic and very exaggerated in the facial expressions and like the amount of saliva that that guy has at the end. Yeah. He's drooling everywhere. But I feel like as a self-contained single episode story, it is excellent. I feel invested in the characters. Mm. I'm entranced by the mystery of this bar. Again, the production values are very, very good and it hooks me in. And then the post credit scene gives me this extra little bit of mystery. And then to go into episode two, where it just plays it back again, is a bold move Yeah, to revisit and some of it, yes, is reanimated from a different perspective, but a lot of it is reused footage just in new context. Mm. But I think that's the key to this show is that this first episode is such a strong standalone and then so much is recontextualized about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've only seen the first three, so it then goes back to being episodic. But that's such a strong start. Yeah. I think that you can't help but then go into the second one. And the way that they didn't just do a completely fresh story for episode two, but instead do a reflection, mm. very interesting choice. Very interesting, something like, yeah. I don't know, like Death Note, where it's like, okay, so now we're skipping ahead and he's using his powers. Or like Jujutsu Kaisen, where it's like, here's the next bad guy that I need to punch. I just feel like as a standalone, I could watch that episode just like on an off day and be like, yeah, that was really good. I don't need to see more. Fair enough. I think I can't really argue with any of that. I thought the first episode was phenomenal. I thought um, it goes, it it kind of goes towards that. I didn't make a lot of notes for the first episodes because it it was quite straightforward, not straightforward. It wasn't straightforward. It was quite, um, easy to lose yourself in the episode and the the mm. the, the the actual longer the, the what actually happens the plot happens over such a short period of time it's there's not like yeah. loads of events you need to sort of recall or recount um i think i've yeah i thought it was good i mean i i, I was gonna jump into sort of nitpicking stuff but generally and genuinely it was a really strong episode um the animation was. Why are your nitpicks? You um, it, see, it's not really with episode one. It's the way episode two links with episode one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it really, it really, this again is absolutely means nothing to the plot, but the fact that they only gave them seven darts just grinds my gears. <laughs> like, how is no one? It was pointing- always rigged. It, it is always rigged and you're there like uh, it's, he's there explaining the rules of darts and i'm thinking you don't you don't explain the d- rules of darts to me sir you have given them seven darts to try and get 501 that is literally impossible um and 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 that really frustrated me and then later on the guy's like well we needed to steal darts off each other this is impossible to get 501 um mm. 501 but you know it's it's it was just I, it just seems a bizarre thing to put in there. Like, just yeah, give them nine darts. Just an extra that, that, wrinkle to kind of throw you off. It is an extra wrinkle to throw you off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it feels like because it doesn't doesn't come into play really. It doesn't go anywhere. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Um, mm. 
But hey, um, is five one your darts game of choice? Like, do you play? I, have you? Uh, do you play much darts? Obviously, to. you were going to go to battle bar, but no, I, I used to play when I was younger, and um, yeah, I, I used to play five hundred one. Actually, that's a lie. Wasn't good enough to play five hundred one. Used to play three hundred one because it'd take it'd be quicker. Um, but yeah, yeah. Used, used to play a bit of darts. Um, Mate, you would love Japanese uh, dart bars. They are insane. Like you turn up, they give you free food when you arrive. You get drinks taken straight to your table. You play darts. It's usually five, three, or four hundred one. Oh. Yeah, 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 great stuff. It's it's really big here, and it is like it's kind of portrayed in the show. Aside from the linking to the different or bodily organs uh, that get stabbed, part mm. oh, which yeah. is another wrinkle that was a bit. I don't know. Was it necessary? <laughs> I don't know. Right, let's let's just let's just take it back a step. So we we get introduced okay. to this bar. These people don't know each other. It's it's a really mysterious, um, and I think they do a good job of. Um, allowing it to feel realistic. Like they don't want to take part. They're not going to take part. They run away. And then it's like, oh my God, there's all these bodies. Um, mm. So they're convinced to take part in this game to decide whether they live or die. And the psychology behind a lot of it, I think is some, some of it hits and some of it doesn't. Yeah. So like, I think one of my criticisms is, I'm not, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. I'm putting a pin in it because I want to talk about okay. it in episode two. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about the twist at the end of the episode where okay. the girl or the woman, I should say, walks away and she admits to being adulterous and that she never loved the man ever and he loses it. And then it, we yes. go from that point to the judgment yes. and we get this twist on the twist mm. that, and, and I love the way that the episode ends because Everything in this episode leads towards uh, Takeshi, I think, or whatever his name is, is is the bad guy. He's done all the wrong things so far. He's doubted his wife, everything. He's even tried to stab her here in the bar. And the end of the episode ends with him going up to heaven and his wife going down to hell. And uh, what an ending. Because you're suddenly now re trying to rethink about everything that you've done in the episode and trying to find the clues that maybe she was always in the wrong, but it's so difficult because they're both equally, I don't know, in the right okay. and the wrong at the same time. I don't know. He doesn't... I, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, I, I, don't, I, I genuinely, I, I, th I saw it, the twist is coming. Like, you know that the twist is coming. It's just, Good, good storytelling to build up for one mm. character and then switch to the other. Um, mm. So I, I felt like it was going to switch to her. Um, you know, he's accusing her of all this stuff and it, she hasn't done it. It turns out that she hasn't done it and he feels really guilty. And then she throws the dart and hits him in the heart, in the bullseye, mm. and wins the game. And she realizes that it's all, it's all a game. It's, it's that they're already dead. And that this is sort of like a yeah. test. And I think at that moment, she realize, she, she thinks that she's going to go to hell because she's, she's not, she's, she's won the game. She's not being selfless enough to right. draw the game or ah. to, to sort of, um, give him the win. She's gone out of her way to win the game in order to try and survive. And by doing yeah. that, obviously, haha, <laughs> you lose. Um, and then there's the 
and I, this is my big criticism with the show at this stage, having only watched the first three. The her reaction, I wrote in my notes. There's no way that's real. She's doing that to save him, to to give mm-hmm. him his last sort of, um, to make it to put him at peace because she knows they're dead. She's it is his baby, but she doesn't want him to feel guilty for eternity. So she's gonna yeah. tell him this. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a genius of figuring that out. I think there are hints there. I think there is body language, and I think you know that they, they yeah, mention definitely. it at the beginning of episode two. It's deliberately there's there's things dropped to the audience to get us to mm-hmm. that stage. But then in episode two, they play it as this big reveal as if like it was so, you know, it, like, like it was so obscure. And even if you did miss it, I think it questions the, it, 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 it brings into question the whole show because like that's, that should, it, it doesn't feel like a good enough system to be, <laughs> to be judging whether someone should go to heaven or hell. If, yeah, if whether you, somebody if they should can come be that, back into the world or just be evaporated. If they can be fooled by... A, like, the whole point is, right, they have access to all their memories, but those aren't yes. trust, but but those aren't trustworthy enough. But this one scene where mm. she tells him something that she wants him to hear, oh, we'll judge her entirely on that. Like, that, that yeah. to me is just very backwards. Like, surely... A lifetime of memories and good deeds or bad deeds is going to give you a lot more of a realistic context for this person than yeah. just this one game of darts. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're that yeah, poor a... at judging her intention with what she's saying, then why are you an arbiter? Why are you an arbiter? Why are you, why is this even like, if it's that easy to make a mistake, how is it a system? How is that? The... I guess it does get addressed somewhat though with the, the blue haired, uh, ponytail girl. I say, I say ponytail. It's what, not because she scolds like him. a long braid. Yeah, she scolds him. She tells him off for being like, "Oh, you got it wrong." And <laughs> yeah, but, but we, the for all we he know, he's been, doing, he's been doing this for eternities, <laughs> and she's not always there. She's only there giving this other, this new girl the tour. Like she's not, it's not like she's watching all the time. She's just, she's just, you know, showing other sights. It's like, oh, oh, he's you just screwed up. He's just been <laughs> continuously messing up the past, <laughs> yeah. like five eons and nobody's called him out until now yeah yeah but also the new girl is just going off of a hunch right (laughs) she just goes oh how do you know that like that was her true intention she just goes eh hunch (laughs) all right and okay and so you've immediately taken her word for it like what (laughs) yeah but also they're all hunches because you are judging people on like nuance their reactions in a very stressful environment like people aren't going to act in a normal fashion. To get to this stage, they've gone, oh, right, these people have had a lifetime experiences. Let's watch them. Ha, oh, look at all that. Look at all those lifetime of experiences. You know what? I'm not sure whether I believe them. What darts. should we... Darts. It's got to be darts. <laughs> if not darts, bowling. Does it matter what game? No, no, no. We'll make it random. We'll do a roulette. Screw it. Uh, it'll be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll I've always said my litmus test for uh, for check, fact-checking people is to play darts with them. That's yeah. when you see the true depths of a human soul. Yeah. When you're like 50 points down and needing to throw that one bullseye. Yeah. It's just such a bizarre way of deciding this. And look, again, I like what you said up top about it being in a, a, a really top quality, top draw first episode. It is. But the, mm-hmm. the, the, second premise episode. Is so, the premise is so flimsy. 
It's so flimsy. Like, how is this yeah. how you judge something? And I know you can sort of, you can, you can ignore that to a certain extent, but like when it's, when it becomes integral to the plot, like the second episode, like, like if they'd have just left it at the first episode, that's why I think what you said about it being self-contained is good. I think mm. if you left it at the first episode, brilliant, great, leave it there. Oh, it's this mysterious. You could even have these long sort of philosophical debates about, did she really mean it? Is she really going to hell? Is it like, which way did yeah. they both go? Which, what, who do you think should go up and down? Because like, yeah. again, a weird direction that the second episode decided to take was instead of saying, Oh, she was just lying. It was his baby. They still slipped in the fact that she cheated. Yeah. Like Maybe- she's she still. She still slept with someone, she but maybe did, it was but just she regretted once. it, and so, yeah, it, yeah, which is still condemnable in a lot of people's eyes. You know, I'm not not stating right or wrong, yeah, but true. Like, people would say, well, then she still did it. She still cheated. Um, yeah, even if she does show regret, she still didn't tell him. Yeah, like like people would. I mean, yeah. a lot of people, especially and, and obviously, religious people, would consider that oh, yeah. unforgivable. I mean, Christ, I'm I'm getting married. I I would consider it fairly, <laughs> fairly unforgivable. So like <laughs> it's, it's just a pretty bad thing to do. Yeah. Right? And I think but also you're right in the fact that they kind of bring it back in after they've kind of gone all out of their way to show her sacrificing herself so that he can get a second chance of life to then bring it back to the fact that she was adulterous. Yeah. Is almost I don't know, it's kind of regressive it's almost yeah it it, it blurs focusing on the wrong thing it it blurs the point of the uh, of the moment of the episode like it's it's supposed yeah. to be this sort of revelation and it just seems murky and a bit sort of like well wh- who what do i what am i supposed to think right now and, and maybe that's yeah. what they were trying to do maybe they were just trying to show confusion and that no one's perfect and that everyone makes mistakes and that's that's admirable in in a way but it just felt like that's not what they were trying to do they did that by accident yeah it's, it, and again, in the context of the first two episodes with um, the guy freaking out in the way that he did and literally trying to stab her with the darts, and that's not as bad as her cheating one time and she's really regretting it. Um, I mean, it, it's, like, it's, the, it's a, that's it's, the way that it seems to be framed, right? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a loophole in the law, isn't it, in America? Uh, it might even be here. In passion, uh, passion killing where like you're you're oh god it was a yeah it's, it's a whole thing isn't it where like um if you're oh caught if you in a find moment, out that it's if you, if, if you find out about like you they've been cheated on you and you react and you you it, you know it you can prove that it wasn't premeditated and that it was just pure passion in the moment it was in the moment that it can i think it goes down to manslaughter i think it i don't know whether they did that in um shawshank redemption Holy i don't know if that was a crap. thing i don't know no, maybe Damn. not I, th- yeah. I think I have I've heard about. I've, de- I've definitely read a book. Hearing it again <laughs> is shocking. Don't they do it in what's the um, what's that film where oh, it's it's got a re- it's, it's an absolute like classic. Is it Tom Cruise where with where they look at the future and arrest people before the crime oh, has happened? Uh, is it Minority Report? Yes, Minority Reports. I'm sure there's something about that in there. Um, possibly i've not seen it i, I only know the all future because it's very similar to psychopath something ah, that we will yes. check out on the show cool. at some point um anyway c- kind of clawing back to um mm. death parade with that recontextualization of episode two i do agree that the 
message of that first episode and the strength of that first episode kind of gets sapped a bit. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like episode three is almost like a course correction as they come back into telling another contained story. Okay. And this time, instead of kind of trying to add the character moments in afterwards, because episode two is a lot of introducing, and this is her exact name from the IMDB page, the black haired woman who yep. does not have a name. She's All just right. known as the black haired woman. Okay. Um, she is now part of the bar and we get her characterization and her understanding part of, of the what's crew, going on. Part of the bar. Part of the crew. Part of the crew. Part of the bar. Part of the crew. Part of the bar. I'm just waiting for uh, Desim to just like pull his head out of like a cocktail glass and like scratch his brain. Yeah. Oh, what a good movie. That CG yeah. still holds up as well, by the way. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, in Kingdom Hearts 3, Sora punches Davy Jones in the face. It's great. Mm-hmm. Little That's anime the, protagonist boy that, punches no, the big tentacle man. <laughs> none of none of that CG though in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. It's all prosthetic. Yeah, Bill Nye actually like turned into a squid monster. <laughs> he read he read <laughs> he actually cut his own heart and just out like, as well. like yeah. that's his real heart. That's like method action to the extreme. Yeah. I've got to I've got to respect that, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> so yeah. Um episode three is about bowling. You love bowling. It is. And I guess falling in love. And sure. The springtime of youth. Yeah. Also, it's a very weird thing that only people who die at the exact same moment can uh, go to this bar. Yeah. Like, what happens to everyone else? I, I guess auto judged. <laughs> There's just like, they've just got a script in the background that just like does it automatically. What? As in maybe judging them on their memories? Oh. Almost like that. That would work. <laughs> like, do they? Ha- do these people have to know each other as well? Like, what if two people just die next to each other? I was going to say this raises a really horrifying um, idea. Is like if I die at the exact same moment as like some pure Buddhist monk on the other side of the planet, <laughs> and yeah. we end up in this bar. Like, I'm not getting out of there, dude. I'm going. To, like, I. He's going to out perform me in all of these games because he's 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 a perfect pure person also is it 50 50 does one have to go one way and one have to go the other ah, maybe not then maybe if i just adopt his teachings and i can yeah. also go up to heaven yeah. because at the end of episode two three three sorry, they do both go up after they have a lovely day i was just about to ask do they because <laughs> they get into separate lifts they get into separate lifts but both the masks at the top are yeah. white good 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 for them which I'm is right. nice. Yeah, good yes. for them. Yeah. It's it's a wholesome episode. Um it is. It's sad. Though what? Well, I don't know. Go I, on. Honestly, I just, <laughs> I couldn't get over the bit at the start when they when they get revealed that they have to do the bowling and he picks up the bowling ball and no, he starts okay. to blush and he's like, "Oh, she's so warm." I'm like, she's so warm dude, inside. Now is, now is not the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. There was a bit of that. Um I also thought the show was going to go a very different way, and I thought it was going to be incredibly oh, yeah. progressive. Um, oh, how so? Well, she got uh, surgery, didn't she? Didn't she to look a different yes. way? I, yeah, I, I genuinely thought it was going to go down the trans route. Oh, oh, that she used to be a man. Mm. Ah, interesting. Which I don't know whether I, I say I thought it was going to do that. I didn't because I know Japanese media and culture 
it's probably nowhere near that progressive at the minute. But yeah, especially when it comes to trans folk, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. So though, I guess it it depends on what circles that you're in, uh, into how accepting yeah. they are. Uh, government wise, absolutely not. Yeah. In terms of fiction, there's a lot of very good trans positive media out there in the form of anime and uh, manga. So you just have to know what to look for. Yeah. Well, anyway, it didn't go that way. And I thought it was a bit of a weird way to sort of end it. Again, a bit murky. Like it was this, Mm. it wasn't just, and and this is the thing, like you never saw the main character, the, the, the girl before the operation until the very end. So basically for those of us that can't remember, she gets an op. It turns out uh, we, we get a lot of sort of dodgy looks and sort of um, negativity pushed towards the girl character as if there's something wrong. Something, something mm. has happened here that she's done something that people don't particularly like because um, she gets a, a few dirty looks. And it turns yeah. out that his childhood friend who hadn't, he thought, he th- we think it's going to be the childhood friend who left. It turns out yeah. it was the childhood friend who stayed was a girl who we never saw her face and she got plastic surgery to try and look like the other girl. Yeah, who left. Who left in order to attract the her friend the boy. Um and mm. it's a it's an unusual situation. I don't want to come down too harshly on it, but it does seem a bit unusual and Yeah. The, and the whole and it just comes a bit out of left field as well. Like, again... It is a very odd twist. Which is why I think that, that maybe the original plot was a trans one, because that would make a lot more sense to have not seen mm. the boy... Like, to have not seen the boy on the the other side and then to find out that it's the girl on the other end, that would that would sort of have yeah. a massive impact. Um, I think that would have been more... Like you said, that would be much more progressive, but, but also a lot more impactful. Yeah. But I do want to still give the show props for even after this revelation comes and we see that the, the boy is visibly upset that he's figured it out. We see that. What is he upset about? Because, because, because the, the other side of this is that he now fancies and is in love with his friend, not because of who she is, but because of how she looks, how she looks. Yeah. So if you want the boy think, to like you, change your appearance. <laughs> I think I think it's in danger of that happening, definitely. But it is seen as a positive. Like she goes she undergoes this surgery for her own benefit, and we see that even though he moved to a different high school, she's still happy. She's still happy with her new uh appearance and she um I guess she's thriving, she's got a job, she's doing what she wants to do. And then at the very end of it, we find out that he was always going to kind of confront her, but it was always going to be in a positive way. He was going to say, oh, you're my childhood friend. Oh, you look so different. But they have the chance to do this date. We get to see this really lovely montage in the ED of them exploring the bar and and getting to do nice things together. I think you're right. I think it definitely can be interpreted as a change yourself and then the person you like will love you. But also, I think the way that the final shot is framed when they're in the elevators and we see that her face is kind of in half and the half that is her original side is smiling, 
it's framed as well as it's a positive. Yeah. He saw her for who she was, not yeah. just because of her appearance. Look, I, th- I think, again, it's this show trying to be really... Sh- it's got some really strong elements, but again, murking the waters. Like, if... Yeah. I think the crux of it comes down to, look, she changed her appearance because she wasn't happy with who she was. She wasn't comfortable and she wanted a fresh start. She sort of says something along those lines where she wants to mm-hmm. just make a fresh start of everything. And it wasn't necessarily to do with the boy, but she... And if she'd have changed her appearance and just gone on with her life and that was that, that'd be fine. But the, 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 the thing that makes it awkward for me is that she changed to look like her like friend, the like the girl friend, yeah. who left. Because that to me is really specifically only about getting that boy. It's not yeah. about moving on. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And I think the yeah, only re- the only reason they did that was because narratively they needed the misdirect. They needed her to look yes. close enough to the girl that disappeared. So let's make her want to look like the girl that disappeared. So I don't think they've mm. done it deliberately to be weird and to sort of convolute this idea that, you know, you should change who you are to get who you want. But they've done it anyway because they've, tried, yeah. they've been so focused on getting that misdirect at, at, <laughs> right until the end. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's trying. Get- yeah, no, no. A hundred percent it does. I think it a hundred percent falls down to uh runtime as well. Mm. Like they have to tell this story as a one and done episode. And the quickest way to do that and to get that misdirect, like you said, is to just go, Okay, make it look like the childhood friend. That's why he feels an attraction to her. Bang, we're done. One yeah. and done, out of the way. We don't yeah. have to think about it. Now we only watch the first three episodes, so we don't know if episode four is suddenly gonna take another like reprisal look at yes, this scene yeah. and like give it more context but from what i remember from having watched it however long ago i don't think they do i think they just continue the march onwards it was only that first episode so that we could get that context for the black-haired woman yeah versus like the scene and i agree with you completely looking at it in this lens of a single episode makes like raises a lot of questions that could mar the experience a lot yeah cool all in the sake of trying to fit it into 20 minutes yeah yeah and to, to yeah again just have that payoff at the end it's um i don't i don't sort of i'm not like i like hey, the payoff i, I like that yeah they yeah, yeah oh out. yeah like i felt i felt something i thought it was emotional i thought it was it was nice and it was really sweet that they got the date and that they were like, I'm happy we died and sort of joke about it. Like it's dark mm. humor and it's sort of jovial and that they can still go off and at peace, even though they're at such a young age. It's, it's very deep and emotional. And I think it's, yeah. there's a, a lot to be said about it. It's, um, and I, I don't want to, you know, come down too hard on the writers and the, and, and, and things like that, because I think overall it's, it's a, it's a really good try. I just think that's <laughs> a good try. When you think about it too Try much, better next time. <laughs> when you think about it too much, it it it's not not the best, uh, not the best message. Yeah, the more you think about it, the the more cracks begin to show. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Shame that that's like our entire shtick. Yeah, I did. Ha- I mean, I'm glad it didn't go another way. Um, I thought the girl that was being uh, led away was his younger sister, and I thought it was going to find out that he had a crush on his younger sister. And there was going to, I mean, we've seen, it's not like we have, it wouldn't be a thing it's for not, anime it's to do not that. fresh for anime. Like, so, I'm glad, I'm glad it didn't go that way. 
Um, true. Yeah. Have you seen Old Boy? Well, I thought, wonder what you were going to say then. Old Boy? No, I haven't. What's Old Boy? Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Are you putting? You should watch Old Boy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe depends how how much do you want your soul to be intact by the end of it is it anime or is it is it not it is a korean film by the same guy i think or it's either the same guy or like a mate of the guy who directed parasite yeah cool haven't seen that either very good what yeah. <laughs> <What's> Parasite? <laughs> no i haven't oh banger film what because it won an oscar you know what? Yes. <laughs> and before it got the Oscar, it was still a very good movie. <laughs> I, dude, he, he walked onto stage and he literally said, if you can overcome the one inch high hurdle that is reading subtitles, you, the world of movies will open up to you. He called out absolutely everybody for being obsessed with Marvel films. And it was perfect. I'm How sitting here just like justified. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, Marvel films are good. They've got their place. You but love I Marvel agree with films. Him that, like, what you want about? I love Marvel films. I love Marvel movies. But I also love foreign cinema. And I don't think enough people watch enough foreign cinema. Yes. Because they don't want to read subtitles. They don't no, want to hear things I, that aren't in English. I think it's, I don't, I think it's deeper than that, man. It's about, it's about familiarity. You know, when you want to lose yourself in something, I think people find it harder to adjust to something that is probably a bit narratively different. The, you know, mm. like it's like we talked about on here with anime. There are a lot of social norms that are very different in Japan to here, and some of those are a bit jarring or pull you out of it a little bit. And I think if you are so yeah. far removed from that, if you're so ingrained in Western society, it can be a bit intimidating and a bit sort of, and especially, and you know, it's all very well saying try it, give it a go, you might enjoy it, but a lot of people consume media in a very sort of safe way they want to feel safe they want they watch it because it's an escapism and they don't want to have to try mm. too hard to be entertained so i think you're always going to be fighting a bit of a losing battle i think we can you know encourage it and promote it but like it, it's always going to be tricky it's, yeah, it's always going to be tricky because you're outside your comfort zone but also yeah. isn't that all the more reason to experience more things to develop more of a, an international mindset and well it, yeah like, to appreciate more but, but of Sam, these foreign you're, cultures with you, you you're preaching to people in your like like that that that's that's fine for people who want to do that yeah do you know what i mean like that's not people's that's not everybody's goal to become I, more... I, I get it that it's that it's it's definitely not for everybody some people just want to sit in their lane and sit in the same old hometown yeah. and do whatever but I do think that it is beneficial to gain these more, again, international perspectives because mm. then it, it changes the way that you think about your domestic issues and kind of opens your mind to other possibilities. And I don't know, even just even just trying new foods or thinking, oh, their healthcare system looks pretty good. Maybe we should do that. Or like, <laughs> oh, may, they they ousted the the fascist leader that was ruling their country with an iron fist. Hey, maybe we should do that. Or even just. I don't know. Hey, Spain looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. But you can just think that... Okay. Okay. Sam, none of that needs to be come from foreign movies. And I'm, 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 I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm, I agree with you that I think it's important. Of course. But you can go to other countries in Western movies, funny enough, and you can see other cultures through Western media. Um, Th- uh, might- well, 
through through a heavily you can you can Hollywood okay name me one film <laughs> that doesn't that that has an I don't know an American protagonist or the, or a Western protagonist go to another country and the other country is represented in an authentic and good way Death Note. And that's the podcast for this week, everybody. Uh, if you want to keep follow us, we are Gateway to the Anniverse on Twitter. And Dude, well, what, what about all of the? Um, oh God, you, we could be incredibly offensive here. I could list plenty that don't. Um, yeah, of course, Rush Hour. It's all th- I don't think I've actually watched Rush Hour. You've not watched Rush Hour? No. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's, there's. The, the, all of go. the Fast and Furious franchise when they go to all these different to, yeah where they go to Tokyo and it's all the kawaii girls and they're playing the beat and it's all neon soaked I wonder if you know now you're here in Tokyo <laughs> that's not a good example Will <laughs> it's a great film it's not a good internationally minded film oh so funny it's DK do you know what that stands for Donkey, <laughs> Donkey Kong, Kong. <laughs> No, Drift King, you dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Okay. Yes, anyway. Um, last things to talk about, I guess, before we give the big three questions, is the OP mm. and the ED. Well, what did you think of Flyers, the OP for this show? Oh, so good. So oh, yeah. good. <laughs> like, the, it, it's lovely to see animation done well. And when it's put into an OP like this, which is fun, quirky like energetic it's energetic like it's, it, it, i mean apart from the um trump advertisement like halfway through the uh the OP, <laughs> uh, it just flashes up on the screen um it, it's 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 really like i love that there's just dancing there's the, the, it's this yeah it's called death parade it's about what happens when you die and about being either sentenced to you know we get the we get the premise pretty pretty dark pretty serious yeah, and it's just this pretty heady like it, again it's got a bit danganronpa feel to it in that sort of like bombastic we're just gonna have fun with it we're gonna do it's mm. it's murder and it's death but we're gonna sort of play games and make yeah make sort of and dance and everyone's drinking and yeah. like all, all of the arbiters are lined up and doing a choreographed little yeah. number in front of the bar yeah oh it's yeah, yeah. so good it is good it is good i, I really like, i think it. it's definitely right right up there in the upper echelons of ops because yeah. it is just and it's a very stark contrast like you said to the source material which is the dark and depressing stuff and it is just fun and it's an earworm and it just gets in there and it's just like oh yeah and i just love the singer i just love how much he's giving to it like that that full-on like guttural scream as he's like doing that first few years and like you're right out of the gate and you're like wow yeah okay i'm in and i give it a fine cocktail out of 10 a fine cocktail i thought you wondered where you're going with that one as well um i'm going to give it (laughs) A, oh, what's this show about? Um, uh, I'm going to give Death. it a. I'm oh, going great. to give it a, an elevator to reincarnation out of ten. Ooh, that's Ooh. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it's it. Very big because so, you want to keep coming back again and again. I see. You want to keep that like that karmic cycle mm-hmm. of reincarnation to come re-experience this OP each time. I think it's just it's refreshing, like being reincarnated. Mm. Oh, very nice. Excellent. <laughs> and what about the ED then? And like a cocktail, I guess. Nice and refreshing. Um, refreshing. A fine, refreshing cocktail. So the ED, same soundtrack, different EDs for each episode, right? 
Yes, different visuals for each one. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, I can't really remember. I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's basically, it sounds like a Sum 41 song. It's it's that mm. kind of grungy, yeah. I think it is in English, um, but it, it definitely sounds like those kind of mid-2000s uh, kind of pop-punky sound to it. But I do really enjoy the visuals. Aren't yeah. They aren't yeah. anything spectacular like the first but it's context it's more story they're using the ed as a vehicle to expand on what we've already seen so for the first episode it's showing uh the young couple getting married and like all the happy times they've had together when things were really good and it kind of adds that bittersweet note to how everything ends up the second episode is a bit more the mannequins it's mostly the mannequins yeah the focus of of decim Mm. yeah and then episode three, we get to see the date. It's like, again, we get this kind of like grungy song, but we get to see them having fun and enjoying this brief interlude of their afterlife. And yeah, I just think that it's done yeah. in a really good way. So yeah. uh, I give it a date in purgatory out of 10. Oh, okay. Okay. Date in purgatory out of 10. So this ED has really nice visuals, but the rest, so it's uh, like you enjoy it, but it's not like blow your top off, is it? So I'm going to give it a a nice beer on a warm summer's day. Ooh. Out of 10. Again, very refreshing. Very mm. cool. Very chill. Ah, very nice. Um, are there any odds and ends that you have then, Will, uh, before we wrap this up and go into our big three questions? Um, I don't think so. Let me have a look. Uh, I think I've covered everything. What about you? Uh, anything... I think I think the, the way I I did like how they introduced the rules of the game and it's like this script <laughs> one <laughs> two and, and then she's uh, just, that's all she does <laughs> yeah yeah but it's also but it's also what's his name denim or denim <laughs> yeah that's it denim decim decim <laughs> um for decimate that's where it comes from Ooh. yeah um decimate the competition no, when it, this game. when he's when every time he gets to number five, and it's like, don't worry, this is the last one. Like he says the same thing <laughs> each time, no matter who it is. Like they could, they, they could. I wonder if there's just a guy that's like not worried. It's like right, right. Yep. Number five. What's don't six? worry, this is the last one. Ah, oh, okay. I mean, I wasn't worried. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. It's I fine. wasn't worried. Get it. I'm chill. Where's, where's the game? Let me press the button. So hey, um, let me play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy this loser. <laughs> Also, i'm winning this afterlife game you know these arbiters they are very mm-hmm. arbitrary aren't they like it does feel a bit like a... it's it's very the whole gamification of the entire thing is just so like mm. wow that's a unnecessary way yeah it's very unnecessary um but yeah nothing else anything you want to talk about um i like the animation uh madhouse always delivers and even though we said like before yeah there were some exaggerated moments generally it is a very well put together production. Um, I particularly enjoyed uh, the transition between the games where the bar seems to kind of almost explode. Yeah. And there's like this sepia filter goes over everything. And then it's like, ha bowling alley. What? Yeah. Where did that come from? Where were you keeping that? Yeah. That's, um, that, that's the other thing. It's the weird amalgamation of like tech and modern society with the afterlife. Mm. It's like you could have this look anyway. It's this random bar. Like, if they'd have been floating around on clouds, oh no, that would give the game away, I guess. But like, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I guess that's the side of it, isn't it? They want to keep the 
uh, I cannot imagine Ruse. a worse purgatory than turning up at a bar in Shinjuku after I've just crashed off a cliff in a car. Wow. Just like walking in, just it's like smoky. And I'm like, oh, no, the prices, the prices. I'm going to have to pay a table fee. I have to pay just to be here. Don't worry, you don't, don't have, have to pay. Left. <laughs> this is a different kind of bar. You have what? to, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> cool. I? Well, let's move into the questions then. Let's do it. All right, well, we've got three big questions we have to answer here. The first is concept and execution. Do we think that the show has a good concept, a good idea that it executes well in terms no! of music and everything else? No, it's crap. It's garbage. Okay, that's the first question answered. Second question, turn-offs. Is there anything in this that might dissuade a new viewer? And then yes, finally, watchability, compelability. <laughs> yes, there's things to turn off. And then watchability and compelability. Do we want to watch more? Do we want to see more stuff? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, that's an eclectic mix of choices. Now let's see you justify them. Concept and execution, well off you go. Okay, so it's a ridiculous concept. Like, it, it doesn't Absolutely. hold up. Um, it's not a good way to decide anything when you've already... Like, they, they try and play it off as if, oh, no, that's not clear enough. The memories don't... Like, no, bollocks. The memories are clearly going to give you a better understanding of this person than this one snap snippet of information. And also, people put under ultimate amounts of pressure when life and death situations occur should probably not be too harshly criticised for making choices for self-preservation. Like, that is yeah. human instinct and human nature. And yes, you know, socially we might think we can overcome that but i guarantee you put 99 percent of people in that situation and they vote that for themselves to be self-preserved you know like it's just yeah. instinct so it's a terrible system get a better one um but execution the animation Stella. the storytelling of that first episode in particular and it oh. is it, it it is i would say 80% of my vote is being carried by that first episode. Um, yeah. Third episode had its moments, and I liked the backstory mm -hmm. of episode two. But the again... The link is episode two. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's not helped by the fact that it reuses so much footage, and it's basically just this massive exposition dump. True. I did initially, and I still do, I still really appreciate them doing sort of a behind the scenes look and you see the yeah. animatronics of how things operate and it's like this play. And they just sat there on. in the chairs. Yeah. And it's all these dolls, <laughs> not real bodies and stuff. Like they are in purgatory. Like you'd think bodies would be pretty easy to come by, but no, it's, um, Dessin's, Dessin's, Dessin? Dessin's. Denim's uh, hobby. <laughs> he just likes making He just dogs. likes mannequins he likes and mannequins. having strings in his fingers, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, because he's the puppet master. Um, yeah, so yeah, there, there, there were a lot of quirky bits and I, I liked elements of episode two, but overall episode one gives it that gives gives it what you what you go into this show for and what you will kill continue to watch this show for. Yeah, it's a hard carry by episode one, to be fair. And and that's not to sell episode three short. I think when it returns to the the drama of the residents, of the the people who are visiting the bar who have died, I think that's when the show is at its strongest. The intrigue around the arbiters and stuff, I feel, is almost set dressing. And I, I don't find myself massively compelled to find out more about them. I don't really care about what Decim has done or like how proficient he is. I care about the game that's being played and 
that story. I think to be able to tell at least two of those stories in the first three episodes so effectively. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I am. In, and, and again, this is where, look, turnoffs. What are the turnoffs? Do you think? I, I think conceptually, it's pretty, I don't know. Yeah. Tricky to, I don't know if it's tricky. It's just, might be a bit weird for people. It's a bit of a, a unique concept. It is very strange. Thinking about... I think if, if you were trying to sell this to somebody on paper, they, they'd look at you like you're a crazy person. Yeah. A bar where you have to play games and then go to heaven or hell. What? Why? why? But yeah. I, th- there's no sketchy etchy. There's nothing like... The character designs are definitely designed in a alluring and attractive way, but there's nothing... There's no like panty shots or especially lewd moments um there's no graphic violence obviously in the first episode there's the damage and there's a bit of blood but it's nothing that is grotesque or gory um yeah i think it just comes down to your narrative preference for this which i think is a a good point in its favor okay yeah good which again comes to the final question does it make you want to watch more and i think it does it really does like that episode one, the I, you know, the 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 different stories they can tell. Like it's, we said, episode three wasn't the best, but I felt something for those characters, and I was like, absolutely, I felt really satisfied at the end of the episode when it all went smoothly and they got their day and went off to heaven, like or to to reincarnation. I thought, yes, I I'm invested in that episode, and I'm glad that as you know, I've got that payoff at the end. So mm. to know and what even they that can tidbit do, of them both going to heaven it like it adds to the world it adds to the world yeah, building yeah, yeah, exactly. gets more invested in what could happen do we are we going to see an episode where two terrible people turn up are yeah, we going to see another episode, each other. episode one where one person is doing the right thing but they still get punished for it because of a technicality like we can explore the system and the the, the ways around these rules i i want to know and and this is what whenever we talk about these like ultimatums you're either good or bad like mm. heaven or hell religion heaven or hell it's like, where's the bal- where's the tipping point? So it, yeah, it's imagining those scales, isn't it? Like, how bad do you have to be to be bad, and how good do you have to be to be good? And is that going to change depending on who you're with in there in this situation? Um, if you're with like a really bad so and so, do you kind of get a pass even if you're a little bit shitty yourself? Um, yeah. If you're if you with, and, in you your situation, mass murderer died at the same time. Yeah, but you were worse at the game. <laughs> Does he get a free pass? <laughs> but like in your situation, if you're with the Buddha or like some monk, are you? Mm. Is by, he going to raise me up? Is he going to raise you up, or is he by comparison making you look like a shit house? <laughs> like, I mean, he doesn't have to try hard. That's no, <laughs> this is true. This is true. So yeah, it's very very intriguing and i do want to find out more so yes so i think from that are we putting in the anniverse put it in the anniverse baby let's get it in there yes thank you death parade for a really intriguing set of three episodes that made us really think uh you've made it into the anniverse we think that we can show you to a brand new noob to anime and get them hooked on the good stuff on the weeby goodness brilliant um if you've liked what you've heard make sure you check out our other episodes we've got a backlog coming up to 100 episodes aren't we sam soon um, yeah we're in our final stretch of 10 nearly before we hit the big 100 can you believe it almost two exciting. years of 
this guff. Yeah. So, yeah, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you uh, open the conversation. Tell us what you think of Death Parade. Uh, how does it compare to other Madhouse productions? How does it compare to other Afterlife productions where this kind of ultimatum becomes a theme? Um, do you think we've been too harsh with identifying some of the potential plot holes or weird ways the show goes? Or do you agree with us? Um, let us know your thoughts. And That's nice. Liz, me and Sam are going to have a little chat or chat in ca- uh, slice of life. Forgot the name of the segment there. Uh, we're just going to have a catch up around uh, other things we've been doing outside of this show. Um, and then we'll say cheerio. So if you're leaving us here, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Hello and welcome back to Slice of Life, the segment of the show where we just have a bit of a catch up and talk about what we've been watching, playing, doing, a general mishmash of all of those things. Will, how's it been? What have you been up to? I mean, last week was a bit of a shit show with the uh, me being yeah. absolutely hammered and uh, you being hungover <laughs> as all hell. Um, so we didn't really get to chat about what we've been up to. So do tell, what have you been doing with the past uh, couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, not not a lot to be honest. Um, I've been super busy at work, and because of that, um, I've, I've just all my free time's gone. I've also been full of cold, so like I've not even wanted oh, no. to do anything. So I've even like haven't watched much, um, other than just YouTube rubbish. Um, my super Carlin brothers, my super Carlin brothers, um, who Your super Carlin, brothers. <laughs> uh, who I watch on YouTube, uh, and listen to their podcast. Uh, popcorn culture uh, recommended a book um, called Atomic Habits. Um, Atomic Habits, yeah. And I've been like reading fiction, non fiction. It. It's non fiction. Uh, it's about forming good habits in your life and using them to be more proactive and eradicating wasteful time and sort of making sure you're aware of like how you're spending your time. Um, it's just about being more efficient. And mm-hmm. um, I'm about halfway through. And I'm enjoying it. It's nothing too groundbreaking. It's not, but it, it has got me thinking about like the things that I do and making the most out of the time that I sort of move as I move around. Like it, uh, some of it's about like habit building. It's when you yeah. see this, you do that. And if you're building good habits, you can be in my, well, you can be twice as, uh, twice as effective. So, you know, okay. instead of, instead of just going downstairs, when you've cleaned your teeth, you go downstairs and you grab all of the cups in the room and take those down with you. And before you do that, you stack habits on top of each other. So when you do that, you do that. After okay. I do that, I do that. And therefore, so you identify your regular routine and then you just start like piling yeah, yeah. on. That's one of the strategies. It's basically trying to be more efficient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, You're min-maxing your life. <laughs> min-maxing my life. Absolutely. So um, I've, I've been reading that and that's been quite fun. Um, outside of that, nada, really. Just uh, oh. just, just doing stuff, you know? What about you? What's, what's new in your life? I had your stag. I did have my stag. That's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it shall not be mentioned again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not too much, to be fair. Um, I watched the entire season of Love, Death and Robots, uh, season three on Netflix. Good. Incredible. Um, especially the final episode, which so Love, Death, and the Robots is a animated uh, kind of what's the word for it when it's uh, anthology of ah, stories, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. which are 
typically sci-fi, but it doesn't have to be. Basically, it has to be animated and it has to kind of tell its story in under 20 minutes. Yeah. And season three, just as good as the first uh, two seasons, but especially the last episode, which is kind of this take on, I think, a Spanish legend, which I did not think Zorro? was 3D. It's not Zorro, is but it, it Zorro? would be badass I be, if it was. I bet it's Zorro. <laughs> it, sure, it's Zorro, but yeah. with more boobs. Okay, cool. Um, is Zorro even Spanish or is he Mexican? I don't know. Let us know in the comments <laughs> how racist we are by not knowing who Zorro is, how white we are. But yeah, honestly, yeah. like the CG in it is incredible. Like they play with the frame rate a lot. So I thought it was just this stylized live action thing. Yeah. But it's all animated and it, it boggles the mind. It's so good. Uh, cool. Um, I also watched a bunch of Matt Cross again. I basically watched uh, all the main series entries and movies and it's just really good it's japanese idol singers and big robots shooting alien insects what could be better nothing it's so good <laughs> it's so good um and that's oh i went to see top gun maverick um oh yeah that was that was what sparked macross because macross is uh it's fighter pilot robots that transform into kind of humanoid forms and a halfway in between form Right. So I watched Maverick and was like, yeah, fire jets are really cool. Wait, there's an anime about this. And it's basically Top Gun. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch yeah. Macross Plus again. That so sounds cool. did that. Um, Very good. I also did watch the first episode and a half of Obi-Wan. Oh, I'm up to date with Obi-Wan. I... I... It's <laughs> a show. I love seeing you McGregor again. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just feel Ewan, like it, Ewan's great. It, the most recent episode, I think, is where it's finally found its legs, but it's almost a little bit too little too late because there's only six episodes. So the last one's this week. And the last episode was awesome, mm. but I don't know how they're going to take this What off. is with, every, like, there's a, there's a theme that the slower and more drawn out and less talking and more sort of looking somberly into the desert yeah the better a show feeding your weird camel yeah it's like it's i mean the mandalorian did it good brilliant leave it there yeah, but the mandalorian also had him getting like the absolute shit kicked out of him every episode it did that yeah, was what i exactly. came to the mandalorian for yeah. he was just bumbling around he was barely a threat yeah for most of the episodes he's in he just lucked his way through I, I, and I it just, was brilliant yeah. No, I didn't watch... Um, what was the one after Mandalorian? Season two of The Mandalorian? Or what, was after, what, what was after that? Book of Boba Fett. I haven't watched that. Cause I'm, Which is I'm, basically The Mandalorian season three. Yeah. I, I, just feel like, I just feel like I'm a bit done with that world, and that might just be me. I, don't, I think maybe... In Obi-Wan, no, I, I, just want, I just wanted it to change tone a bit, and it just feels a bit done. I wanted it to be Ewan McGregor... Being you, McGregor. Zipping around. Yeah. Just be like being cocky Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. But he's sad Obi-Wan. He is I don't sad, like Obi-Wan. sad Obi-Wan. Like it's, I uh, wanted I, him to be like... He's, he's trying to turn You don't into... want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> mm, I've chopped your arm. <laughs> Grievous, I've crushed your ribcage. I'll do it again. Uh... I'll kill you all. <laughs> Look out. I use the force. Yeah. 
But yeah. no, it's just him being sad and uh, chopping up a weird space whale for most of the first episode. Yeah. Yep. Trying to phone his old master and can't get through. And he's just, <laughs> just, just left him on read. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> left him on read. Isn't it red? I don't know. Sure. Let's go with the red. Because <laughs> you've read, read it. Read? Because you've left read it. Because you've read it. No, because he's not read it. No, no, if you've left it. on Damn. red, if you've left it, no, you... yeah, no, okay, look, you've got me, you've got me. <laughs> left I it accept on that I have made a mistake. Let's not, <laughs> let's not drag this anymore. This, 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 this is to. where, you, this is where you never have social conversations with actual people because you've only ever seen it written down. So you've only ever seen yeah. it. <laughs> read. It's one of those moments, read, right? <laughs> yeah, left on read. Wait, what? <laughs> it's one of those like few moments as well that like a, a, like a purely internet meme has finally what? made it into what? an actual conversation. What do you? All this time, like this dates back like decades. Like you always used to get a message. Decades, it, absolutely yeah. not. Decades. Well, it would say red. Read because, receipts because, were like because it means because it means that it's been read. It's like red. It's letting you know that it's been read. Look. I made a mistake, Will. Hey, I Sam. Get it. Hey, Sam. I'm not going to justify the past it's, 10 years of it's, my it's, existence. It's just telling, it's just your phone telling you to go read. It's like, Sam, read. Read. <laughs> stop, stop going through Twitter. Go read a book. Put the phone down, Sam. <laughs> get off the internet. Uh, anyway. Okay. Anyway, let's leave it there. That'll do for me. Thank you. Now I have to go bury my head in the sand (laughs) after. Uh, You very rarely make make these guffaws, and it's fun to finally see (laughs) see you caught in the my comeuppance. (laughs) Look at what I have wrought. Uh, Okay, thank you for listening. We'll check you out next week. Uh,